A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Another NFL week down, another podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to Fantasy Brews, the casual fantasy football podcast that also just straight up loves the NFL and beer, of course. We're recording remotely, so we got different beers between the two of us. No Monday Night Football games, so there's real no point in us getting together. Right. We can play video games with each other from our own house <laughs> like we always do. Just then we don't have to travel. It just yeah. saves some time. <laughs> I am Kyle Ganyu. Here's always with co-host Mike Heinish. What the hell is up? What are you what are you drinking? What is that? I bought Can O Bliss IPA. It's from Oscar Blues. It's a, oh, like a that. citrus IPA. Is that uh is that a, a CBD one or is that I don't think so. I think it's just a regular I, I it's really funny because I, I genuinely did not see the name Cano Bliss when I bought it. Uh, the side said something else, blissfully juicy or something like that. Oh, you know you want that anything blissfully juicy. I got Meow. 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 From Weiner Beer Company. It's a Belgian-style wheat ale. It's very easy drinkable, and it's got cats all over it. Nice. Any Belgian wheat ale, you're going to get generally the same thing. So two more games for the big one. So let's jump into it. We got another quick one for you today. Let me turn up my volume just a little bit so I can hear you better. That's right. <laughs> All you at home, I'm turning it up so I can hear you talk back now. Hey. Or in your car. I don't know where you are. <laughs> we have some facts for you, a recap of the divisional round, as well as some news updates. We'll then look at what we think will happen to a few of the guys now that their season is over. And after that, of course, talking about the conference championship games coming up and give you some prop locks of the week. Hit me with it. Hell yeah. And there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. So my stat is, or my fact, I suppose, I actually, uh, this was on the broadcast of the Chiefs game. So if you're watching, you might, might have caught this. But the Chiefs have become the first team ever to host three consecutive AFC championship games. Obviously, this is under the tutelage of Andy Reid, head coach. And this, I believe, uh, this has happened one other time in general in the NFC, the Eagles also led by Andy Reid, accomplished the same feat. So I believe Andy Reid is the only coach to host a championship game, or uh, sorry, a conference championship game in three consecutive years, and he's done it twice, in once in each conference. Go Bills. Uh, and the Eagles <laughs> only made the Super Bowl under him once? That sounds familiar. They, uh, they, when they had Donovan McNabb, I think they, they beat the Packers. Mm-hmm. I know they beat the Packers. I think they beat the Packers to get to the Super Bowl. But I think they only played in the Super Bowl once, so he would have been one and two with them then. That it sounds not one hundred percent sure, but I I don't remember too many Eagle Super Bowls except for one recent one that really ticks me off. I'd have to go back and, and kind of triple check or whatever, but like it's all like how each individual game went. But he might have like lost the championship game he hosted too, you know? Yeah, I don't. They didn't win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so mine today, it's all about your boy Tom Brady. <laughs> because there's so much about him. Every game he plays, there's new freaking records. There's new all this crazy stuff that happens. He's timeless. He's amazing. He's playing for a chance to go to Super Bowl. So Tom Brady has the same amount of playoff wins against NFC opponents with eight as Drew Brees does. Interesting. Nice. And Tom Brady obviously 
his first time in the NFC is this year. He's got two wins. So the other six were in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> he's got, he, being in the NFC in one year, he's got, he's tied um, with Drew Brees for that record. That's hilarious. Yeah, I thought I thought that was crazy. That's hilarious. Like he's supposed to win the Super Bowl, but obviously it's against an NFC opponent. Then yeah, but, but he won them. It'll be his. Hey, if he wins Super Bowl, it's his first ever win against an AFC. Oh, never. I, I, that's completely wrong. I was gonna say it's his first ever win against an AFC opponent in the playoffs, <laughs> but that's not true. He's got like what thirty, thirty? I don't know. <laughs> I think something like that. Oh, actually, I think I can answer that pretty soon. He uh, he would have his first a- win against an AFC opponent in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, he also has more playoff wins than all but five franchises. The Patriots, Packers, Saints, Steelers, Cowboys, and 49ers have more or the same. He can pass the 49ers with a win this Sunday because they, oh they are tied. So he the so, man, you're saying, as opposed to the entire franchise yes. in history. Holy shit. Yes. And also, Tom Brady and John Unitas are the only quarterbacks to start a conference championship in three different decades. Mm. So he had the early 2000s, 2010s, now the 2020s. That's hilarious. And also, he Brady has more conference championship wins with nine than any other quarterback has starts with seven. Wow. So he's got nine conference championship wins, and I don't even know who the next most wins is, but the quarterback with the most starts next is, only has seven appearances. That's ridiculous. Um, he also has twice as many starts with 14 in conference championships than any other quarterback. Jeez. So that's that's crazy like that's he's insane just, like he's made it to the conference championship like what almost three quarters of the time in his career 14 14 that's, that's, that's nuts that's crazy <laughs> but i i don't get anyone who says he's not the greatest quarterback of all time he is and he just he proved it this year by going to a different team it sucks because like I, I love aaron Rodgers so much and he he himself is such a special and amazing player and but i i can't sit here and disagree with you you know yeah, like, you can't it, it tom brady is the best to ever do it and the stats like the, everything his accomplishments just prove it put him with mccarthy see what happens no i'm just kidding <laughs> he would be fine yeah but you see bruce, bruce arians was talking about how um like he let tom brady like coach like bill belichick never did that and bruce arians is like yeah if you're gonna I just let him coach a little bit and he did great <laughs> like he's got a lot he of knows what he's doing yeah. he knows what he's doing like he's not he's not gonna do it a stupid trick play he's not gonna do it not that trick plays are stupid but he's not gonna make a stupid call he knows right. what needs to be done and how to win it you're not talking about like justin herbert you know and he's great but he's so young he's, he's got to figure mm-hmm. all those nuances out over yeah. a long period of time so uh recap of the divisional round. Uh first game that we had this past weekend, Packers beat the Rams. No real surprise there. The Packers O line did an amazing job against Donald and the rest of the D didn't allow a single sack. That's yeah. that's that's what did it right there for them, is that offensive line clearly yeah. won the game for them. The other thing that really helped, which is unfortunate, but Aaron Donald was absolutely not – he was 100% not 100%. He played yeah. barely over half the snaps. He's usually high 80s, low 90s. They said he was going to be fine going into it, and it, it was clearly a, a facade. And then afterwards, uh, Sean McVay was like, it really sucks we didn't have Donald at 100%. Like, well, don't <laughs> change your two now, you know, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, yeah. that, that definitely helped for sure. When he was on the field, he didn't make as big of an impact as he normally did either, though, and that definitely goes in credit to the O-line for sure, like you said. Goff only going 174 yards in a tutty. Rodgers 296 and two. So and he ran one in, which was a fucking epic play. Yeah, yeah. 
that was a great little little fake out there. Run to the corner. So no surprises in that game. Um, it was what it was, but this week's match will be a lot better. Um, we'll talk about that later. But taking out that Rams D, I know Rodgers had never beaten the top D in the playoffs. He's or I don't think ever. I don't think he's ever beaten like the top defense, and there he did it. I think, yeah, it's kind of been his kryptonite, which is sounds dumb when you say it. Well, okay, yeah, defenses are kryptonites for quarterback. <laughs> like, like a top-ranked, but yeah. Oh, crap, they're putting a defense out there? Fuck, oh, God, no, this is so much harder. Is it their starters or their second? Ah, fuck, it's their starters. <laughs> but no, he really, that whole offense is clicking. It, it, it's, it's incredible to watch. So hopefully, hopefully they keep it going. Second game, we had the Bills beating the Ravens. Jackson leaving the game early with a concussion. No one really with a crazy good game. No great stat lines out of there. It was very windy. I think both the kickers went one for three on field goals. Your which boy Justin Tucker had a or oh, our yeah. boy had a well. It, it it was windy. Everyone was missing. Um, was combined, yeah, windy. combined two for six on field goals between the kickers. So that obviously played into a lot of factor. You'd think that would help Jackson a little more because he runs more than the would pass but the bills shut him down pretty well yeah and i i said i said last week all they had to do was shut down jackson's run and that's what happened i think he had like 36 yards there something like that jackson had the opportunity to tie the game in the red zone but threw a pick six instead and that was it that's that's what did it easily like he it was about to be tied i think that was his first ever red zone interception as well wow but if that would have been touchdown one we would have had a much better game and two who knows what would have happened with the rest of the game Right, and if Lamar, you know, you always have to speculate. It's just if he if he had played the whole game, I, I, the Bills looked I, fine at that point. At the point he went out, I think it was done. That makes um, sense. And nine rushing attempts by the Bills as a whole. I I, I called that going into the Jackson had nine himself. <laughs> I, I guess it's eleven. Uh, or no, that that nine is with the, was with the running backs. Josh Allen had seven carries for three yards. Uh, but yeah, nine oh, rushing Jesus. attempts. Between the running backs, two to TJ Yeldon, the rest of Singletary. So that I feel like that was the right thing to do. The Ravens have such a good rushing defense. The Bills don't have a good rushing game at all. And then, yeah. you know, they were down Zach Moss as well. We'll, so. we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Go on to the Chiefs edging out the Browns. Another game decided by basically one play with Higgins fumbling at the goal line in the end zone oh. for a turnover to touchback. I'm just going to say he fumbled at the goal line because that was the official call. Yeah, there was the helmet to helmet, but you can't like review that. And, it wasn't like a dirty, dirty one, but right. Uh, yeah, I agree. If, it, if you're it, trying to in the playoffs, trying to stop somebody at the one yard line from getting the end zone, I'm just throwing my whole body at him. Like I don't, right. I don't know what's going to get in the way, but I'm just going to try and get something in the way. Like what else is he supposed to do? Like a, like a Superman dive, yeah. you know, hands extended out front. It, like I think the announcer said it probably should have been a flag, uh, but, yeah, it, but I, I totally agree. I, it wasn't like a. It's not. A, it wasn't a. It wasn't a dirty move. No. Right. Right. And I. Before like that whole hubbub, I mean, on the same play, like I, I was bitching about him like extending at all. Like I get what you're trying to do, obviously, but like I, I just feel like like in the heat of the moment, you're like you're coming down. You're he was kind of stumbling, you know, in the diving or whatever. It didn't seem like a safe move, mm-hmm. and that that was unfortunate. And well, I'm sure you're gonna talk about you know Mahomes leaving as well, giving the Browns a chance. But Andy Reid's a hell of a coach. Yeah, Mahomes with the concussion. If that if that would have been a f- touchdown or they would score the next player. So I think the Browns would have won that game. I, th- I think so too. Chad Henney, when he was in, um, he had that terrible throw down field that turned into a pick, but then the Browns could not capitalize on that offensively. They were just shut down. I think it was three and out right after that, but then Henny right. Henny uh, redeemed himself, secured the game with a great run on third down. 
to really close it out. And I've always liked Chet Henney because I watched him in Michigan a lot. Obviously, like he's been a backup his whole career. I think he had like one or two years where he got the chance to be a starter. Right. Never panned out, but a career backup. I've, I've always really liked Chet Henney. It was cool for me to see him play because when he played for Michigan, he was like, that was like, what? Whew. How long has he been playing? Is that like 13 years ago? At something like but, that. Yeah, he, he was electric in college and so awesome to watch. Yeah, he's, he's he was in his 13th year. That last sequence to end the game was insane. Like you mentioned the third down run. It was like third and 15 or something like that. And he, he got like almost like you missed it by a half a yard, but it was a great like just not designed. He had a scamper. And then that fourth down call, it's like fourth and one or fourth and inches. And what, what was it? They're going to hit the two-minute warning or something. And they were like – all of the Chiefs are just acting like, okay, we're just going to let the clock run out. We're not really here. And then they snapped the ball, and they caught everybody off guard and sealed the game right there, and it was insane. And I, I, that's why I keep praising, you know, Andy Reid, like, to, to make that call with a backup quarterback, and Tyreek Hill caught it and secured the win. That was insane. It was that was mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see the Browns win that game. Obviously, it would have kind of been a technicality with Mahomes <laughs> leaving the game. Right, right. But we'll see what happens next week. Uh, last game – that we had was the Bucks beating the Saints. Brady, 199-2, and also had a rushing touchdown. Breeze, 134, a touchdown and three interceptions. Not his best outing at all. And they weren't even like, I think one maybe might have been a tip ball, but they were on Breeze for the most part. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Bucks have a great D as well. But, but yeah. Winston, one for one, him. 56 yards in the tutty. Yeah. Uh, good to see that. That was fun. That was fun. Obviously, it wasn't as I, when I was cheering for the Bucks. I was like, I was like, oh, that's really cool, but fuck, oh damn, <laughs> <laughs> against his old team. Oh man, that's hilarious. And like I, you know, I'm sure we'll break down the game a little bit here in a second. But Drew Brees, we haven't caught any word. Uh, a lot of people believe it was his last game, and that he'll retire I think soon. I, I saw that like him and uh, Philip Rivers, um, like talk to each other and like okay you announce your retirement this day i'll wait until this day like they don't want to do it on the <laughs> same day spotlight. yeah everyone wants nice but i think breeze is i think it's almost guaranteed i saw a, a clip of the audio between um him and brady after, after the like, game after the game yeah. and he like it i mean i don't know what that normally goes like but he's like i love you man you know and stuff and and then the other thing that i have no idea this was so weird but like i i saw a clip on uh or like a gif i guess on twitter and it was like entitled Drew Brees saying like this is your team now to Winston, but there was no audio and I can't lip read, so I don't know what was actually said. But who knows? And they they have Hill, so that'll be interesting yeah. too. Who didn't play? But uh, Tom Brady keeps it going. No one has ever swept him. He, <laughs> He's so lucky. Uh, <laughs> they met in the took playoffs. one more so game in the playoffs, but he <laughs> keeps it. No one sweeps Tom Brady, man. No one does. Uh, I was, that was that was a great game to watch. I was really pumped. Yeah. Good matchup. and It was more exciting than I thought it would be. I thought it would be – I guess it wasn't a high-scoring game, but it wasn't low-scoring. It was better game. than the regular season games. If only it had been on Nickelodeon. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, let's move on to news updates, a few things that have happened. Um, I made note of this. Taylor Heineke, the quarterback from the football team, went up nine overall in Madden. <laughs> he got an update. Hey! And now he, <laughs> nice. guess what he is overall. Uh, so he he went he up, went up nine. he went up nine overall. What do you think he's at I, now? It's going to be lower than we would want to think. I'm going to guess he's at like a 73, a 60. <laughs> what? He went from a 51 yes. to a? Are you serious? <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Oh my god! Like when he was named the starter, they should have just been like, okay, put him to 70. That's got to be. That's got to be like him. the biggest rating jump. 
in Madden history after one game. Like, <laughs> I already know the answer, but it's going to be so fucked up. He's so pissed off. I'm going to go look after this recording and see what Dwayne Haskins is. And if he's fucking higher than oh, Dwayne be, Haskins, totally will be. probably like a 71. Oh, my God. It'll be such bullshit. I get it. He hasn't played much yet, but Haskins has played enough to show he sucks. Yeah. So, you know, knock him down by nine points. God. Well, Heineke was also a fourth string emergency quarterback. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally pulled out of school. <laughs> News today: Philip Rivers retiring. Um, great, good. <laughs> like, I obviously he had a great career. I never liked him. Like, I never really liked him at all. I never. I like. Yeah, I'm. I might actually be able to stand watching Colts games now, which is nice because they play the Texans and the Titans twice a year, and I like to watch and the Jaguars. And like I, I like watching those other three teams, but I hated watching the Colts play. But now, yeah. I might actually stand them depending on what they do. But see a Philip, another old man out, didn't even make it to that forty. Would be an enticing spot for Watson. I don't. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, if they're they're a Super Bowl team, if Watson's on there for sure. Um, I mean, with, they're, with, they're a playoff team with. They're figuring stuff out as they went. Oh, yeah. You know, with... Now that Jonathan Taylor's developed, they've got a yeah. good enough defense. I don't want them to go there, but. I saw, uh, uh, I didn't read the, the article, but I saw a headline that suggested maybe Stafford might go there. That'd be cool. And then somebody was like, Stafford and Hilton. And I was like, I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> Hilton's probably on his way down, but that would, that would be interesting. That would be. I, would, I, would I, would, be I mean, he's dude. definitely an upgrade from Rivers. Um, yeah. He's, I don't know how many years Stafford's got left in him. He's, he's like I view him as old, but he's younger than I picture. But he's not like young. But he's, I think he's, he's got so yeah. many injuries. Uh, you got to think that it, it's going to get eventually 32. where he's just done. He's too many injuries. He can't make it a full season. He had well. He had he had he missed this last or parts of this last year and the and the year before, right? Yeah, he missed like oh, almost. He missed more than half the season last year. Yeah, he missed, like, the back half. This year, I don't even know if he actually missed any full games, but he was constantly hurt. But outside of that, and then his rookie year, he missed a few games. But outside of that, he's played 16, like, every year. Um, But these past two years, they've been lingering injuries. And you get up there at a quarterback at that age in the 30s where the injuries don't really go away. Yeah. They're just kind of always – I can't wait to see – But that was the Manning problem. When Tom Brady retires, I just can't wait to hear, like, there's going to be something that comes out, like, a year or two later, months later, that's just like Tom Brady had all these injuries, like, all (laughs) the time. Right. (laughs) Did you know um, Philip Rivers is second in NFL history in consecutive starts behind Favre? Mm -hmm. It's it's quite a gap, but but nonetheless. Yeah, but see you, Rivers. Did you see um, A.J. Brown had – I was planning to bring that up. A.J. Yeah. Brown had a, a surgery on both of his knees, and while he was loopy after surgery, did you see he got on Instagram Live? No, I, oh, I just read – He uh, streamed on – I assume this is when he said yeah, something. Yeah, he streamed on Instagram Live, and he, he said, after week two, they told me I was done for the year. I think he missed weeks two and three, right? Yeah. Or two, three, four? He said, he said after week two, he was done for the year, and he's like, but then I came back and made the Pro Bowl. And I was like <laughs> – he's like, I should have been done, but I wasn't. And then, like, I don't know who it was, his, either his agent or I don't know if he's got a girlfriend or whatever, tweeted out a little bit later like, oh, sorry, we never should have let him go on Instagram Live and say those <laughs> things. Like, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. But he got the surgery, so uh, good recovery for him, hopefully. Um, we'll see him back next year at full swing. Yeah. I mean, like, if this wasn't full swing this year, 
like he was insane. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> that's crazy. And then Mahomes still in concussion protocol. It looked like he did have a full practice day, but then again, it's it's he wasn't getting hit in practice. And right. um we'll see what happens later on in the week. He's still in the protocol and it, nothing's guaranteed. So no way they win without him against the Bills. There's just yeah. there's no way. Yeah, that would be really unfortunate. So I I I pick the Bills to go. I, I hope they're the one. I hope they beat the the Chiefs, but I I would like them to beat you know the Mahomes Chiefs yeah. and not the Hendy Chiefs. Uh, so so we'll see what happens there. At some point, maybe maybe at, I don't know if we're gonna do some offseason stuff or or maybe early before the season starts. We'll we'll talk about. I think maybe some head coaches and how that affects things, but I just wanted to point out, and we talked about it already briefly, but nothing official at all, but the Seahawks are among other people are there talking to Adam Gase <laughs> as their uh, potential offensive coordinator. And that would be fucking hilarious. It's at least a downgrade in his position. And right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, look at what he had. He had that offense. He didn't do anything like you're a head coach. You're basically offensive and defensive coordinator. For like go oversee everything make the final calls and it didn't work out so that would be good you know what hire him i don't like seahawks fuck it uh, that, I, I <laughs> that that would be that would be perfect people people overhype him because fucking peyton manning put him on his shoulders and his five head and, and just made him look way better than he actually is yeah love you peyton. i don't think russell wilson can do that i think he needs a good coach with him as well yeah Moving on to uh, what's going to happen. A couple of the guys that got eliminated, um, that future is up in the air. Not sure what's going to happen. Starting with Mark Ingram. Mm. He, I think he can be started somewhere, or he would be a great as a part of a one-two punch, just like he was in New Orleans. I, I don't know that I'd want him as my number one running back. Yeah, he had 1,000 yards a year ago, but still. I think he would be great. Like, I, I... – as soon as you said his name, I immediately thought of like AJ. Like he's not AJ Peterson, obviously, but I, yeah. I think of like that. Like the way that the the Lions use Peterson and Swift, and and that might be a little unique with the rookie coming in. But I, I feel like that sort of role where he's like the one B in a in a pair of, of yeah. Guys. I, I was thinking, I was thinking, I, I named three teams that I think would be good fits for him: the Texans, because obviously mm-hmm. Duke Johnson showed he's not a good backup. He when he had to step up <laughs> when David Johnson was out, he didn't do shit. Falcons. I think would sure. be a good one, even if if they do. Uh, no way they pay Gurley and Ingram, but Gurley was a one year, I yeah, think, as well. Yeah, so but we'll Gurley, see. I can see going. Him. But him, Mark Ingram, Edo Smith, maybe. Eh. You know what? Uh, yeah, the Packers. But if, if no Aaron way. Jones leaves, no. If Aaron Ugh. Jones leaves and it's Dylan with like he's like your second guy, I guess. I don't think that'd be a good fit for Ingram. I think he needs at least like I think Dylan there's so much stock in them from the Packers that if Aaron Jones goes Dylan's their guy they're not going to just for sure and that that's where I feel like he would be like I feel like Mark Ingram is that great like I feel like he would be a good fit in a in a place where he'll get like like six to eight carries a game almost like relieves you know well, yeah and my because he did not have a great year mm-hmm. this, this year you know and like it wasn't just like oh J.K. Dobbins you know took a bunch of carries yeah. like Gus Edwards vastly outperformed him as well so, so and, and yeah, I think he's over his hump, but he would be a good, you know, secondary piece somewhere. Yeah, my last, my last team I had that would be a good fit. Where I thought he's he's a guy where if he need, if he's the main guy's out, great. Like you can, he's very startable. Mark Ingram, we can pick it up. Uh, the Seahawks, oh, Chris sure. Carson can be miss a few games every now and then. So Ingram, I think, would be a good piece there. They don't have to have all those other shitty running backs that they have after Chris Carson. <laughs> they're, from Rashad Penny? their he's gaggle amazing. their gaggle of shitty running backs 
Yeah, they have a bunch of weird ones. Penny Hyde, right? Is yeah. Under... I think get rid of you can get rid of all three of those guys and just have Ingram and Carson. I think that'd be good. It would. That would I think, that, be I think that'd be a good one at all for sure. Like, who knows? Drew Brees, obviously not officially announced, but he's going to retire. That place seems like it. I, I was never a big fan of Brees either, but I mean, he, had, he obviously had an amazing career, better than Philip Rivers. And, <laughs> but I mean, we're starting to see all these old white dudes retire and get out of the league, but I'm going to miss their play style. Like Tom yeah. Brady's where you actually have to be a good quarterback. You can't you gotta rely on your arm. So that's why I'm hoping Herbert becomes one of those quarterbacks. Right. Because I, I already really like watching him. If he kind of sticks with that, um, that'd be great. And Burrow as well. The Breeze story of like the Hurricane Katrina and then the Super Bowl, you know, when uh, it's, just a, it's a great, great story. It's, it's really cool to go out on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even on. I, I remember watching that first game back in the Superdome. They had that blocked mm-hmm. punt for a touchdown. It was crazy. I don't remember that off, offhand, but. I think it was like right off the bat. As soon as the game started, they like blocked a punt for a touchdown or something like that. Damn. <laughs> That's awesome. Another one, Jameis Winston, because he, he's not locked oh. down. Right. This is where I thought the Colts. Interesting. I think that I think the Colts would be a good fit for him because he's still young enough that like he can go for a couple more years for sure. Right, right. He's had good coaches for a year in New Orleans, but the fact that that they did not start him all those games when Breeze was out and they started Hill, like, did they even think he's the future? That like I I for Winston I think staying in you know being the starter in New Orleans if that happened is is the best case scenario for him yeah but they they just paid Taysom Hill Taysom Hill was like would you want Taysom Hill to be your starter after after you know that exactly he's, so he's older than Winston so Winston's twenty seven why did they not start Winston in those games I don't, I don't know. understand it, it. No sense. that's why I I can't imagine it'd be the Saints I I mean it's definitely I'd say like top five landing spots or staying spots. But I mean, I wouldn't want to stay there if he had all those opportunities to start and they didn't start him. It's, it's honestly mind boggling. I, I, I could even concede like getting, you know, Hill in there just for a game or two to see what you have. But I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't, I mean, you want probably want some consistency unless you're the dolphins at the quarterback position, but I don't know why you wouldn't get Winston in there and, and give him a chance or, you know, give him a, give him a game or something like that. Yeah. It's not, and like he, he throws, uh, actually that makes me think of like, like seeing him in the Colts. I, I, that'd be, I feel like it'd be a weird matchup. Like I feel like Winston's good with like the, that kind of air raid attack, like that worked, you know, for the most part with the bucks. And when you put him with the Colts, like I feel like you could have a long, elegant drive, you know, some crafty runs, Jonathan Taylor, and it would really stink if Jameis Winston just, you know, then threw a pick, you know, on, on the opponent's 30 or something like that. Yeah. But I feel like a high-flying, like, not thinking about the quarterback, but like, a, you know, maybe the Raiders or um, like a, a team like the Chiefs, you know, would be would be a better fit. With the Saints going. land Dak. They don't have the money for that. Oh Never God. mind. I don't, <laughs> they don't have the money for that. that. The Saints have, like, no money. And then Winston goes to the Cowboys. Ooh. <laughs> he has the right weapons there for it. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be a, a good fit, I think. Next up, Jonu Smith. I'm really hoping he resigns with the Titans. I think it's a good fit there, and he he did well, obviously, this past season for a tight end because there weren't really right. many <laughs> relative to other tight ends. But I think he resigns with the Titans. They don't have any. Oh, they had what's his name, but 
if if you find a semi decent tight end, you should hold on to him. Yeah, yeah, I think the Titans makes the most sense because also there's a uh, Gerald Everett from the uh, Rams, mm. and I don't think he stays with the Rams because they just re-signed Higby to a multi-year. Yeah. I think the Cardinals or the Giants because I don't see Ingram sticking around mm. with the Giants, and the Cardinals have what Dan Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm looking at a list of teams, and the Steelers jumps out as like a team that could. I think they've got yeah Ebron. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like Ebron had a decent year. Yeah, but so much with the Steelers is up in the air as far as Connor and yeah, Juju really and like they got, that team's gonna look very different. They got especially if Big Ben's going other things to worry about. But let's move on and talk about the conference championships. <laughs> Two games this Sunday. First one being Packers versus Bucks, and I'm so excited for this game. Because whichever, yeah. whichever team wins, I'm cheering for in the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> I oh, I don't know about that for myself, but you take the Bills over the Bucks. I think that that's right. I would take the Bucks over the Chiefs for sure. Yeah, the Bills over the Bucks. I, I I feel like that's one of those things where I'd have to see how I feel at the end of the first quarter. Or like you know, once the game starts, once the first few plays happen, I, I figure out where I'm aligning. Yeah. Uh, this is just a crazy year. We get three Breeze versus Brady's matchups and two Rogers versus Brady matchups. Like that's all you can ask for. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. Really <laughs> I I don't expect this game to be anything like the first matchup they had this year, where the Bucks just ran over the Packers. Yeah, but I I am going to stick with the Bucks, and I I think they're going to pull it off in what's going to be an amazing game. For sure. Obviously, I'll take the Packers. I, I'm I'm biased. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl as well. It'll be a hell of a game, but I mean, their, their offense is clicking. It, it's clicking insanely well. Their defense has been fine. It hasn't been like amazing, but it's been above average for sure. The, to me, the big difference is the, the Bucks running game or, or lack thereof. And it's not bad. I mean, like Ronald Jones and Fournette can get it done when they really need to. And I guess in that regard, Jones, you know, Aaron Jones on the Packers has been fine as well. You know, like his, his he had a really nice like 60 yard run i guess in in the in the game against the rams which was nice and i i think he's been like i'm just thinking about last year but it's it's been more how the you know plays have been called and things like that that it's going to be a hell of a game i I think it's two great offenses with two like good to great defenses i think bucks defense is going to be the the key because they're they're decently better than the packers and I would give them the, the, the edge there, especially in their running defense. They, yeah, the, I think they've got, their, what, the top run defense? Or one of the top? I, them and the Rams? I, I was going to say the Rams were definitely up there, but granted they were missing Donald, like we just said, mm-hmm. for sure. And and they that run defense against the Saints looked really nice. Jason Pierre-Paul getting in there. and Was that what it was? I think I was rooting for the Saints initially, but then I was getting really annoyed well, about the Saints, all the players the Saints, being assholes the Saints on the field. defense was big. What's his name? Um kept chirping Gardner johnson yeah. was doing some weird shit like there people were just like i i get it it's a division rival in, in <laughs> the divisional round of the playoffs but there was some really shitty you know like the dominican sue was on the other side behaving himself <laughs> of all people you know and, and the saints people were being assholes yeah but yeah man, that's gonna be a great game uh, many beers will be drank oh, um, someone's gonna <laughs> come out i mean i'm honestly i'm happy either way i've seen tom brady in the super bowl plenty of times It'd be cool just because he'd be at his home at their home stadium and that's never been done. That would be cool. But I, if the Packers make a Super Bowl, I'm, I'm fine. I'll, I'll I'm happy with that too. <laughs> I, I hope the Packers take it because then next year, presuming that's you know Brady's last year, go out on the Super Bowl win right there. Yeah, or just win back to back. It's really interesting how the 
NFC has these two seasoned veterans that, you know, are, you know, first ballot hall of famers, insanely talented, you know, probably top three or five guys to ever play the position ever. Maybe Rogers is on that borderline or something. And then in the AFC, you have these two young guns, yeah. you know, that are looking great as well. But that's, it's so interesting how that worked out. Oh uh, yeah. And that chiefs versus bill game. I I'm, if it's easy, Mahomes is playing chiefs win. If Mahomes is playing, not playing bills win. I, if I were like, I, I took the bills to go to the Super Bowl. If I was like putting money on the game, I'd, I'd probably put money on the chiefs. Oh, I'd put money on the bills. Cause they probably have a lower, you know, you, you'd get more bang for your buck. Then. <laughs> but, but I, you know, if it was just picking the winner, I, you know, assuming Mahomes plays, I, it's so hard to go against the chiefs, but I, I want the bills so much. I want them to get this. So who are you taking? If, if Mahomes is playing, who are you taking? Oh, um, I'll still take the bills for sure. I'm going to, like both of our Super Bowl predictions are alive right yeah. now, so I, I would be stupid to not go with my Super Bowl prediction. I, I think did they they played oh, Allen. Allen had 122 pass yards in the early season matchup they played in. Yeah, it was weak. And it was early their, October, or mid October. Their run game struggled, and it's going to continue to struggle, especially with Moss. They're going to need to rely on the pass game and their defense. Their pass game, obviously, last time they played, almost non-existent. Defense going to really, really need to step it up because they're not going to get any run yards. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that mid-October game was 26-17 Chiefs. So, obviously, they had the edge there. I think a lot's you know, changed since then. Clyde Edwards-Alaire will not have 161 rushing yards. <laughs> Again, I'll tell you that much if he even plays. But, yeah, I, I think like, I think this will be a great matchup in its own right as well. I, like, I feel like the Packers-Bucks matchup is going to be like – really, you know, decisive moves by Brady and Rodgers and like, you know, good defense, but they can make their moves here and there. And I feel like this game, Chiefs-Bills could just be like a, a crazy shootout, you know, uh, which would be so entertaining to watch as well. Yeah, it's it's going to be something else. Both games are obviously going to be great. They're the conference championships. They should be great. Either way, I think we're going to have a great Super Bowl as well. But yeah, I'm so happy we're not like worried about like, you know, the Rams being in the Super Bowl. Even the Saints, like I, I feel like they would just be – boring even though they they could get there as much as anyone else but all four of these teams would will be so exciting to watch in the super bowl yeah but uh, i'm cheering i'm thinking it's gonna be bucks chiefs super bowl unless mahomes is not playing then now do you want you're, you're taking the chiefs to win do you want them to win over the bills or would you prefer the bills to win i don't care uh, Fair. yeah uh, for sure. i guess i, I would I, just take, take the bills just because they're the bills why not sure for sure and just make it harder. Like, they're, guess what? In the end of the day, you still got to go through Tom Brady. Sorry, Buffalo. <laughs> Do you remember if I wore a Packers jersey when the Packers Bucks played oh, a while ago? We weren't together. So I definitely didn't wear a jersey then. I was so wearing, I I was wear wearing jersey my, my jersey, though. <laughs> Don't wear your jersey. Hi, Timmy B. <laughs> let's go and let's give our prop lock of the week. I want to be 30. 30 and flirty and thriving. We're just going to look at this right off the bat and just give you what our first instinct is. I'm looking at the $5 NFL Championship Sunday Rush. These ones are fun to do when there's, when there's limited games. We obviously have, in the Conference Championship, you're going to have the best of the best to choose from as far as these stats go, but also some interesting matchups where someone could get completely shut down or someone else could rise and shine. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm, first thing that jumps out to me is Tom Brady – Total pass yards, 288 and a half. The over is only worth 95, under worth 105, but I take the over on that for sure. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. That's a tight, that's a, that's a great line. The, the Packers passing defense is 
like I said earlier, good, not great. And Brady, we've seen it in the past where he doesn't necessarily need to throw for a bunch of yards to, to get the win. Uh, these last five games is, is uh, looking at their app is a little outdated because it's, it's looking at the regular season, not the, not the postseason. I, I think he was well under a hundred or well under that number this past week, 199 passing yards. But I think the Saints defense is probably a little better than the Packers, at least in the passing regard. Mm-hmm. I saw as well, um, looking at uh, Aaron Rodgers, 23 and a half total completions. I would take the over for that. They're going to need the pass game more than their run game with the Bucks' rush defense being that much better. Over with 105, 195. And then also Aaron Jones, 109 and a half rush plus receiving yards. I would take the under for that. Uh, not guaranteed, but that's a good that's a good gamble one for 110 points under 109 and a half rush plus receiving yards. Last time they played, he didn't have much of anything. Yeah, and I I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I think he so he exceeded that total or no he did sorry he did he barely exceeded that total uh, this past week. But part of that was that 60 yard run, right? Like yeah. that's not something that happens every week. And the Bucks and Rams, I, I feel like the Bucks defense, rushing defense is comparable to the Rams rushing defense without Aaron Donald for sure. So th- I think that taking the under there, which would get you more points is a, is a good call. I'll look at the other game and, and throw out a couple as well. If you're feeling really ballsy, I, I think the Bills have a good coach in McDermott. Uh, the over for Devin Singletary getting one touchdown, whether it's rushing or receiving is 125. That could be a difference maker when you're trying to earn the money. The odds are probably against him, you know, obviously in that they don't run the ball very much. But but I could see that, like, being the reason why a, a clever coach in McDermott, you know, pulls that out out of nowhere. And, well, <laughs> well, this is why the over-under is so different. But Stephon Diggs, over-under, four-and-a-half receptions, clearly the over is going to yeah. be gotten. But the, I think this is the biggest disparity. I've, I don't think I've ever Damn. seen – yeah. 130 points over the under, which I would not take. It's not worth it. If you want a free 70 points, take the over. But <laughs> you have to be kind of contrarian to win some of these. And we'll we'll grab one guy from the Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Ah, that's an interesting one. Uh, here, I'll, I'll take the over on Travis Kelsey. Over or under of 93 and a half receptions. Uh, sorry, not receptions. Receiving yards. Uh, he will not have 94 receptions. But I, I think he could hit the 100-yard mark in a crucial game. So I, I would take the over on Travis Kelsey there as well for 110. All right. Any final notes going into conference championship weekend? Definitely excited to watch these two games. It's going to be a hell of a Sunday for sure. Uh, you're definitely right. A lot of beer to be drank. Part of me like tries to think about, you know, the future of some of these guys like we were talking about earlier, guys that didn't make the playoffs, guys that are currently in the playoffs uh, that's definitely something we'll get into, you know, at some point, maybe during the off season, definitely during, uh, you know, the preseason and leading up to the preseason next year on the show, but I can't really focus on that right now. I'm so excited for these football games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be such a blast to, to watch all, all four of these teams, like we said, are, are, are going to be incredible to watch in the Super Bowl. So I hope Packers bills make it. We'll see what happens, but I can't wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm really rooting for Timmy B out there. Gronk as well. I guess we'll see how much I really care when the guys say right now, like if the Packers win, okay, sure. I don't, I'm not going to be upset. We'll see what happens the day of. You never, you never really know. Has there been a Super Bowl that you and I have cheered for the same team? Because a lot of the Super Bowls, Kyle always hosts the Super Bowl for our friend group uh, every year. So we're, we're always at his place. As you know, he's a Patriots fan and they're typically in the Super Bowl. 
And as you probably know, most people don't like the Patriots well, as well. Let's look at the past Super Bowls. We can just like if you're not a Patriots fan specifically, you probably don't like the Patriots. Let's see. Last year, last year I was rooting for the Niners over the Chiefs. I took. I wanted the Chiefs to win that. Uh, year before that, obviously, I was rooting for El Patriotos. <laughs> Year for that, Patriots. I was rooting for. Year for that, I was rooting for the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> what, were those, what were those teams? What Patriots? Uh, what were the, who were the Rams, the Eagles, Falcons? I, I would probably be for all the other teams. Yeah. Uh, year for that was Denver, Carolina. I don't think I really cared. I think I was. I I didn't like Cam Newton, and I didn't like. I hate Peyton Manning. <laughs> I don't think I was. Really, I think I was cheering for how many beers I could drink. I don't remember. Yeah, like thinking now, neither of those. Out of those, I probably would have picked Carolina. I would have cheered for. Knowing how much of a fucking crybaby Newton was after the game, I, I'm, you know, happy the Broncos won. But during the game, I, I don't remember. I, I, it wouldn't shock me to, to think I was rooting for the the Panthers, but I, I don't recall. Uh, year before that, Patriots, Seattle. Obviously, I was cheering for Patriots again. Was that the first Super Bowl? Or no, no, no. the, oh, the first. Denver. Yeah, Seattle, Denver was the first Super Bowl party I hosted. Yeah, and I didn't. I I don't care about either of those teams either. I probably don't think I was cheering for anyone really. I don't know if you remember, but like you were you were being a great host and like running around grabbing food and putting stuff in the oven. And every time you left, the oh room, yeah, something I barely watched it was that so game. Crazy. Well, it wasn't much to watch either. It was forty-three yeah. to eight. Like I think <laughs> I, I was like I was like I don't even care that I'm missing most of this game. It sucks. But alrighty. Goodbye. Go Bills Packers. Go Bucks. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Fantasy Brews Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Brews Pod. You can also follow us to download our episodes every week on any of your favorite podcasting services like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Have a beer for us on Sunday.